0: disappointing especially considering we had the lead but nothing really to feel good about to be honest how about you
1: uh yeah it's definitely uh a tough situation here with Roma um pretty much the whole game you know we were doing well and uh holding it down when it come, when I say playing well it wasn't really more offensively playing well it was more of a defensive effort there but uh yeah it's all game you battle all game you work hard and then right at the end 85th minute you just blow it and uh i think i can speak for all romanisti when i say it's kind of a feeling of here we go again you know so yeah it's definitely tough uh from here you know we have genoa next uh thursday uh players are going to be tired you know we had europa league we had the match versus torino moving into genoa and uh you know, you have two sides to the argument. You know, on you one side, you're like, the team should have played better. This is unacceptable. And then on the other side, we have, you know, everyone saying the guys are tired. It's early on in the season and all that. Which side do you tend to lean towards?
0: I think, um, like, it was, what, two matches in four days? But at the end of the day, right, like... I don't know. I don't think it, I don't think we should be saying that these guys are tired. Maybe like if some of them you could be more so worried about the fitness for example, like a guy like Dybala or uh obviously like Renato Sanchez and stuff like that, but in terms of actually being tired itself, I don't I don't think that's a good enough excuse. I don't think that uh sorry, I don't think that's a valid excuse. I think that um like, we're not the only team that's in this situation, right? And a lot of these other teams don't have depth either. So their same players are playing week in, week out, couple games a week. I just think it's just an excuse that some of us are using to uh, kind of cope with uh, the current state of Roma.
1: Yeah, like I can agree with that too. It's like every year we make excuses. Every year it's this or that. Like you see Mourinho already saying that uh, next game versus Genoa. Like Genoa played on Friday, Roma played on Sunday, so already we have uh, two days less of a rest yeah. time. And I don't know. Like it just seems like everyone's making excuses, and I I, I understand both sides of the spectrum. It's like. You know, a couple fans over here are saying, you know, this is unacceptable. You know, Mourinho is not going to do this. We have no attack. He's too defensive, yada, yada, yada. And then on the other side, we have like, he doesn't have any players. Roma haven't bought anybody. Mourinho doesn't really have a purchase that he's made on his own, like for a big amount of money. So it's like, I can understand both sides of the argument. I think the main thing that I want to address here is that we simply did not play good enough. And uh, when it comes to our offense, you know, all game, we watched Roma boot the ball up to Roma Lukaku for 90 minutes. And trust me, I know that's our best way to attack. I know we got to take advantage of how good Lukaku truly is as a striker, as a target man. But at the same time, that's not exactly how we're going to win matches. That's not how you do win matches. So El Shirawe was in there on the left wing. Roma played a 3-4-2-1. We had El Shirawe on the left, Dybala on the right with Lukaku in the middle. And uh, I thought El Shirawe did absolutely nothing for the entirety of the first half. And you could even say the game. The only time I've seen, you know, good things from El Sharawy against Torino was off corner kicks when he would head it, off, head it out, basically. There was two times he headed it off, uh, you know, in the six-yard yeah, box post. off the corner. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, okay, that's a good play defensively. But other than that, El Shirawe really did not come to play. He offered nothing in regards to our offense you know, helping Lukaku and Dybala link up up top. And he didn't really do a good job of picking the ball up from the midfield or the defenders to kind of bring the ball up towards the offense. So in my opinion, El always off at halftime. You have guys on the bench. And I I know originally everyone's going to be like, you know, we have Uwad, we have Pellegrini. Why aren't these guys in the lineup? But then Josie Mourinho comes out after the game and says... You know, Awad wasn't ready. Pellegrini was there only to support the lads. He was not prepared fully yet. And I'm like, okay, that's understandable. Maybe we had a lot of injuries, but then how do you address the fact that you don't put in Balotti at halftime for El shirawe switch to two strikers with Dibala behind? How do you not put put in maybe Pagano or a player like that? You know, there, there's options on the bench for us to succeed. Even threw in Zalewski up top, at uh, I think it was like the 70th minute when he actually did make the first switch. So there is options. There's things to do. There's formation changes to address. It just, for me, what rubbed me the wrong way, it was like nothing was working at halftime and Mourinho kind of said, this is the best we got. Let's stick with it, even if it doesn't work. Like, I just didn't see that adaptability from Mourinho and the squad. And I, I, I want Roma to basically play to win. And that's not what I saw. I saw them like, holding on for dear life, hoping for the best. And that's not what I want to see. But what did you think?
0: No, I completely agree. Is my mic okay? Can you hear me okay?
1: Yeah, you're good. You're good.
0: Okay. No, I just wanted to make sure. But um, no, for sure, I agree. And like you said, the first half, we created, what, one chance, I think? Was that when Cristante hit the post? Or that might have even been in the second half. But um,
1: Yeah, it was the second half, yeah.
0: Yeah, we didn't really create anything in the first half. Oh, sorry, no. it was a Lukaku volley that I was thinking of. Where right team early team on in the ball. game when he took a shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But other than that, we really didn't create much. So you could tell, right, that you've just played 45 minutes and you haven't seen anything. Like, we couldn't break them down whatsoever. Like you said, we are just kind of going for the long ball, long ball, long ball, and it was never really working. Maybe, like you said, make a change at halftime. If not, wait 10, 15 minutes into the 60th minute, make a change. But the fact that we waited until the 70th minute to make our first change, it just kind of makes you scratch your head a little bit. Like, what are we... What more did you need to see before you wanted to make a change? Like, as fans, we can clearly see that something's not working, something's not clicking. So, I don't yeah, know. I would I, like to see. I fully agree. I, I saw him say something about, like, as Moon's not ready for games like these or something like that. But, like, it's, it's the game is in Turin. Yeah. Like, this was Delotti's uh... home for how many years? Why wouldn't we? I, I was shocked to not see him in the 11. I'm surprised he didn't start. But, um,. I would have liked to see him enter the game a lot earlier than he did. I think he would have. I think he would have really impacted a game like that. And uh, I just think that the way we lined up to, for the game in general was just not the right approach. Like you and I were talking about, it, putting Bal- uh, Deibala on the right, and then Shodaoi as a left winger, and just kind of leaving Lukaku in the middle by himself, with only two center midfielders. Just wasn't. Uh, it's. I. I don't. I don't think that that's how we should play. Like we just smashed Empoli with. Um, with the, we should just stay with the same formation and the same style we played against Empoli, and then, if certain guys were injured and couldn't start in this game, then we could have kind of just made the changes we need to make. But I don't think uh, what we did was even nearly the right approach for the game.
1: No, yeah, I can agree with that. Like uh, what worked with Empoli, you know, we had that extra midfielder, Renato Sanchez, was in there, and we had two strikers up top, right? So. At the very least, you have Bove on the bench, and you have guys like Pagano who can come in and play. I'm just looking at it now. You know, Asmun, apparently he couldn't play. Iwata couldn't play, he said. Pellegrini couldn't play. So that leaves Bove, Pagano, and that's pretty much it. But And then Balotti as well as, as Zalewski. But, you know, these guys came in later. It's, it's just complicated. It's like you need to find – even if you move up Cristante, he's played there before. You put Bove and Paredes behind him. At that point, El Sharawe was really doing nothing. Like anytime he's been playing in an offensive pushed up role and whether it's striker, left wing, these days, it just seems like he doesn't have it. I think his best position is the left uh, wing back position because, you know, the last two years, that's where he's been at his best. And I honestly have no idea how we don't make a switch at half. It was basically the first half of back and forth chess match. Um, Torino do specialize in shutting their opponents down. Ivan Juric is a... He's a great coach, and he's smart, right? Like, he put Rodriguez from Torino on Dybala pretty much the entire match, physical, every time he would get it, he'd crunch him, and that really made a lot of difficulty for Dybala. And then there's uh, Bongiorno, who was actually playing very well against Lukaku before Lukaku did score, and, you know, that stood out to me, the fact that Roma were just belting it up the pitch, trying to get it to Lukaku's chest, head, feet, whatever would work for him. And uh, at that point, Torino read right into our game plan. What I think we are missing the most is a player that can link up between the midfield and the strikers. So that is a player like Pellegrini, that is a player like Uwad, but at that point maybe you give Pagano a chance, you know, like there's really no connection. Like we're we're having a defense to like Paredes and Cristante, and then we're booting it up to Lukaku. There needs to be a player in the middle of those guys who's gonna take the possession from the defense or the defensive midfielders and then slowly bring it up the field to a Lukaku or a Dybala you know without that we're going straight to Lukaku he's bringing it down to Dybala and we're hoping for the best and it just was not working and I just didn't see any ideas from Mourinho and uh you know after the game he's saying we played fantastic he's happy with the team and that kind of drove me nuts because like I put on Twitter I don't know what this guy's watching but You know, from a certain point of view, a lot of guys were saying after the game, you know, um, Mourinho purposely said that to take the onus off of the players. You know, he's being a a proper manager, kind of like telling them in the dressing room. But then, you know, in the media kind of, you know, saying they played good just to kind of take the pressure off, don't cause any controversy and all that. But I'm not too convinced. I I think he actually meant it. And for the, the better part of the match, I thought Roma did play well. They played solid, but that was strictly defensively. Like they really held it down. You can't really get on them too much defensively. Like we'll get into the the goal from uh, Zapata later, but um, yeah, that's just what I thought. And uh, I don't know what, who are a couple players that stood out for you, like in a positive way. I guess for me, it's Lukaku and
0: uh, mm,
1: maybe Indica. I thought Indica played pretty he good.
0: Do, he didn't. He looked better this game. I saw a couple of until see
1: that he... blown coverage and the goal. But yeah, go yeah. ahead. Sorry.
0: I thought Paredes was okay, right? He just kind of did what he was. Yeah, had yeah, to he used. played good. He was pretty limited in the position he was played with, uh, only having Cristante beside him. But ah, um, uh, I I would definitely say Lukaku did well, but he can only do so much, right? Like he's he's getting like you said the no, ball. He,
1: he was the main piece, yeah. at
0: his head, his shoulders, back. Everything. <laughs> every, every time we had the ball, it was just look look for Rom, look for Rom. But um, I would probably say Lukaku and. Uh, competitors to be honest
1: yeah and like you could just see the class of Lukaku too like he's a step ahead of pretty much our entire roster him and Dybala both there was that one time Lukaku was sprinting down the wing you know pure power using his body like Bongiorno was trying to body him off the ball he had no chance it was like a freaking freight train coming down the right side and um you could just see the tenacity you can see the skill level of Lukaku to do these things and He's really going to be a player that spurs us on to great things this season, if we do have great things this season. But, you know, this was a game we needed to win. We spoke about it last uh, podcast. You know, we had six games until we hit Inter. Inter. We have one win against Empoli. We were supposed to win this one, too. But, you know, 85th minute, we blow it. Like, I'll get into the goal now, I guess. It's a good time. So. Basically, Lukaku scores. Everyone's, you know, happy. Everyone's going crazy. It's like that one goal in a tight match. We finally got it. Everyone's happy. And then we're holding it. We're playing well defensively. You know, 85th minute comes. Christensen ends up taking a foul yellow card on a counterattack. You know, you can argue this, but I feel Christensen actually made the right decision. There was a counterattack straight through the middle. Yeah, like in that situation, you have to take the yellow card. That's what he did. And then, you know, the free kicks from not too close. It's kind of far away, left side of the field. And it's going to be a cross. Everyone knows that. There's one player, I spoke about this, but there's one player you need to cover. It's as simple as that. Like Duvan Zapata is the only guy getting ahead on this ball. And somehow, someway, he's wide open back post. I'm, I don't know how this happened. Unmarked. I don't know how you blow a coverage. Like, it's like playing Holland, for example. Like, cross is coming in. Who are you going to cover? You go after Haaland. Like, Duván Zapata is no Haaland, but at the same time, it's an example of that's their striker. That's the guy you need to cover. It looked like Indica or Cristante, one of the two, was a blown coverage there. But how can you not cover Duván Zapata? Like I was literally lying in bed, just looking at my ceiling, thinking, how the fuck <laughs> don't you cover Duván Zapata back post? Like no, really. five minutes away from three points, you know, you beat Empoli, you win a Europa League game, all the positivity you can possibly imagine. Like this team is going to carry that momentum, that optimism into the match versus Genoa and boom, we're stripped away from everything, back to like the negativity of Roma and uh
0: it's so hard to swallow. No. It really I, is. I, yeah. They just they they it ha- it's it's the same old story. They just switch off, right? Like you said 5 minutes left, you just you need 5 more minutes then out of time, of course, but five more minutes to just maintain the lead, and then you go back to Rome with three points, but instead we switch off and just have these little mental lapses where, where, like you said, that's the one player. I mean, you could obviously make the argument that there's a few. Like, Bongiorno could have got his head on. I know he scored last week, but the one player who's lethal in the air who has been lethal in the air for years is Duván Zapata, and he's somehow, someway left unmarked in the 18-yard box on a set piece. That just, I, I,
1: it's unforgivable. Like, there's yeah, no exactly. way around it. There's, I don't there's, know what Marino no told way. these guys that have at the end of the game, I should say, but man, if I'm the manager, I'm going into that dressing room fuming, absolutely fuming. Yeah,
0: for sure. Yeah, no,
1: for sure. On a but. set piece with five minutes to go, you let these guys have two guys open back post for a header. Like, it just blows my mind. There's no way around it. And
0: no, it's unacceptable.
1: Yeah, it's 100%. Unacceptable. Like,
0: absolutely unacceptable.
1: So um from here, is there anything else you want to touch upon during the match? Like, there's so many avenues we can get into. Like, do you think I don't think Dybala played the best?
0: No. No. I
1: think he tried hard, but I think Rodriguez really bodied him and he had and him. But he had yeah, in his head. It's the physicality of him, right? Like Dybala tried to create out there, but there was just no room for him. Rodriguez no. had the same kind of pace as he does, and Dybala had no room. And I think it goes back to what I was saying in the beginning about having a midfielder in there or another striker who can kind of take some space away and get the ball into positions where Dybala can swoop in and take it. Right. So if you have Dybala, like uh, Balotelli and Lukaku up top, for example, right. We go to Lukaku, he brings it down. You already have another guy up top, ready to take the ball from a midfielder. It opens up space, you know, like Balotti gets it here. Lukaku's running in, Dybala's running in. You already have two options. When you have El Shirawe who's doing absolutely nothing for the entire first half, you know, it's so hard to attack. There, there's nothing happening. And I know I keep saying Roma played well. And and honestly, I think they did play well defensively. But entire first half, we had no chances. Nothing. Like, you got to come out hungry. You got to want to win. And I just didn't see it in the first half. And it's it's difficult for me because it's depressing, you know. Like, like I said, like, we had all this opportunity, all this momentum we could have grabbed onto and, you know, spurred on for the rest of the year. I really wanted to win this one. So, it's... Uh, it's really affecting me, to be quite honest. I'm sure it's affecting a lot of Romanisti out there. But, yeah, Yeah, I guess we can go into some, like, match facts just to kind of go through it quickly. But uh, So, Roma had 58-ball possession. Um, expected goals, we had 1.42. So, you know, we got the goal and that's that. But outside of that, it was pretty even. Uh, big chances was only 1-1 for both teams, which is absurd for 90 minutes of football.
0: Yeah.
1: And Roma has a great record of, against Torino. You know we have fifteen wins, and they only have four. So when you're looking at the standings, Roma are thirteenth with five points. Like I guess we could go into that five games, five points. It's How do we feel right now? Like
0: it's embarrassing. There's that's the only way to put it. It's embarrassing. And uh, another thing we haven't mentioned:
1: the Juventus draw points. Uh, Napoli drop points, Lazio drop points. Gain, uh, I gain. swear it's yeah, every time Roma have an opportunity to, you know, take advantage of drop points throughout the league, we we tend to blow it and yeah. It goes back to the mentality. I don't know if it's like bad luck or whatever, but it just seems like we can't take advantage of certain situations and until we do end up taking advantage, we're never going to be a top 4 team in my opinion. So
0: No, for sure.
1: Yeah, we have to figure it out.
0: Like a week like that, obviously I mean, and we were the last game played of the week, right? So you already know. I mean, I'm not sure if these like it's hard to say, Oh, with, like the players knew that all these teams drop points. Probably not, but at the end of the day you go into the match to to, to win. But it's it's the same thing last year where we had chances to, to get ourselves back into the top four, get ourselves back into the battle and um every team in the week would drop points and then there was Roma who have a game where the fans they think that they're gonna win they should win but they come up with a point or a loss and it's just weeks like that that just really frustrate you as a fan right like you you think that you you have that that thought in your head that you guys are going to get back into it and things are starting to look better and then it's the same cycle with this team it's just disappointment right like that was a week where i i think it would have moved us into like eighth or ninth place Three points from Juve, point
1: one point from point Fiorentina, Napoli. Napoli,
0: yep. Yeah, like, it's just, that, that's a that's a big game, man. So, on the other side of it, you want to try and stay a little optimistic and hope now maybe that, that was their wake-up. I mean, we've said this a few times now, but hopefully now we go into Genoa on Thursday, get three points, and then I, I'm pretty sure after Genoa, the next four games after that are relatively... Mm-hmm easier matches, but who knows, honestly. Who yeah, knows?
1: but at the end of the day, like, as you know, nothing's easy with this team. So, you know, it's it's obviously tough with having an injury-prone squad like we do. Like, Renato Sanchez is hanging by a freaking string. we got Pellegrini's been injured for the last year and a half. Uwad has been injured for, like, a month now. Like, Smalling's also out for Genoa. Like, I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the fact that like Mourinho said in the past that we just – the only reason we get these players is because they're injury prone, but yeah, it's, it's depressing for sure. Like who do you look to, to be, you know, who can you depend on? I guess is the better question here for me. It's Lukaku, Mancini, Cristante. Mm, Paredes is growing on me in in that regard as well. I know he just got here, but those are the guys you can depend on. Then there's Dybala who you hope to depend on, but again, you don't know if he's going to be injured all the time. And, uh, yeah, like we don't we need more players who are you know frequently in the starting lineup throughout the year, and uh, we're just not seeing you right now.
0: No, for sure, there's not enough um, consistency. And then even then, like, we'll have <laughs> we'll have all of our players available, or almost all of our players available. We'll play a game, they'll look very good, they'll look sharp, and then going into the next game, someone's injured in training or picked up a knock in that game, and then now that you're changing the lineup entirely again. So it's hard for these guys to kind of find their form and and play together as a team when it's changing so frequently, right? So I think that's pro- that's probably our biggest problem at this at this point.
1: No, for sure. Um, just wanted to mention everybody on YouTube right now. If you guys do comment in the chat, we will get to it at the end of the podcast. We tend to just go back and forth, and then at the end we will, uh, you know, answer all the comments. So feel free to get in there, engage with the Romanisti in the chat, and we'll get to you guys at the end of the podcast. But um, I feel like we touched upon everything. What are your thoughts on uh, like Jose Mourinho and the fact that you know he didn't make any switches until what was it the seventieth? Seventy. Seventy.
0: Seventy. I think. Seventieth minute, it was he puts on
1: Zalewski, and then eighty yeah. seventh uh, minute. He puts in Belotti.
0: I, I don't understand. I, I genuinely don't understand the thought process behind that. Like, especially going forward, we created zero for for the first half, and then even leading into the second half, we we <clears throat> we created nothing. And then you put on Zalevsky, which I I don't mind that substitution. But then, like, why was Belotti on the bench for for that long? I I I don't. Get I
1: don't know. It. And, and he, he, he played well when he came
0: in. I know. That's what I said. I, like, he this was his home. Turin was his home. He played for this team for I don't even know how many years. Sub him in, and I can promise you he would have contributed. He would have at least spiced the attack up a little bit compared to what we had because we had nothing. There was there was there was he nothing. He was in going for forward. what
1: five minutes, and he was like all over the place. He, he looked was good, battling yeah, with the goalie. His, yeah, he was working his ass he off. He made some key passes into helping us attack and like. At the end of the day, he's way more effective in our offense than El Shirawe is. So it's hard to understand why it wasn't, you know, made sooner the substitution. So I don't know. Realistically, based on all the words Jose Mourinho said, the only guys that could have been subbed in were Pagano, Bove, uh, Balotti, and Zalewski. So
0: if those are our options,
1: yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, he's 18 years old. Obviously, this is a big match. Maybe Mourinho in training does not see that he has what it takes right now to make an impact, but you know, I see Juventus playing young guys. I see teams around the league playing young guys. So, I don't know. I don't I don't really get it personally, but so there's there are games where you can depend on El Shaarawy and he plays well, right? But it always tends to be as a substitute, right? Whenever El yeah, should starts games it just doesn't seem to work out for the guy.
0: No, he's a great he's a great great player off the bench against uh, like tired legs, you sub him on. He's not the fastest player, but he's he's good enough on the ball and he's quick enough on the ball where when you sub him in 70 75th minute and he's going up against tired defenders, he's going to get the better of them. But um I, I when I saw him starting I was like what is going on here? I was very shocked not to see Bellotti in the 11. But um I, and I was surprised not to see any changes in the midfield. Like, I, I well, guess, he, like you said, Awar and Pellegrini weren't fit. But, like, why wasn't... like I, I'm surprised we didn't see Bove get in there. He chose and... El
1: Sharawe over Bove and um, yeah, Zalewski, I guess, right? So, like, it's understandable. He's been playing uh, El Sharawe with the, the striker. Like, uh, even against um, Sheriff there, El Sharawe started striker with Lukaku, right? So... It seems like Mourinho is depending on El Shaarawy in these starting roles but like Europa League okay I fully understand but a game like yeah. this I would beef Must up the win. midfield. Yeah. No, I'd beef I beef up the midfield and just get the ball down the field and try to keep possession and create with uh, Lukaku, Dybala but because of the lack of midfield as I said earlier we're just bumping balls all the way down to Lukaku praying yeah. to god that you know this. he can do something and like I get it that's going to be our um you know, our attacking style going forward. And of course, that has to be it with Lukaku and your team. Like, you got to utilize his specialty, right? So I just think, you know, if we don't have Uwad, we don't have Pellegrini, our formation as a whole is off. And uh we need another way to, you know, carry the ball up the field. And Pagano was that role. He didn't get a chance. Um It's, you know, I can put myself in Mourinho's shoes and understand why he's a young player and he maybe he's not there yet, but at the very least, switch to Balotti and, you know, do it quickly because nothing happened in 45 minutes. I just, he was very, you know, standoffish, Mourinho, very conservative in this match. And I feel like it bit us in the ass a little bit, right? Like, we had one goal off a a good bounce that ended up with Lukaku on his feet inside of the 18 and he buried it. Great shot, great finish, great player altogether, great match from him. But we didn't do enough to win. It's like the same thing when it comes to last year in the against Sevilla in the um uh Europa League final, right? Like everyone's pissed off about Taylor, everyone's pissed off about this. Anthony Taylor's a complete moron. Roma should have won that game. Should have got a penalty and ended it right there. Don't get me wrong, but we have to depend on the penalty to win. Why can't we yeah, score no, during the game, you know? Do something during the match that says, you know, we're going to win regardless of what happens to us. Maybe that's a little unrealistic in professional football, but I want to see Roma, you know, come out and try to win matches. And it just seems like we're playing to our opponents rather than playing to win the game our way, if that makes sense. So uh, no, for sure, yeah, go ahead.
0: For sure, like you said, I I don't want to say we played bad because we didn't we didn't look. Horrible. And I know, like I said uh, on the last episode, Torino had just beat uh, Salonitana 3 nothing the week before that. So it's not like they're a bad team by any means. But um, defensively, like you said, we we look good until that mental lapse at the very end of the game. But for 85 minutes, we look pretty solid in the back. It just comes down to the not being able to create enough chances and then shutting off for five minutes. And then they capitalize on it, right? And that's, what they, that's where they got us. But I it's think
1: uh, it kills me, man, even we, to hear about it. 85th yeah, like, minute, it's, man. we're so close. I was so
0: excited too. I was like, "Oh, we have it!" I, I know it was only one nil, but like, we have it. It's. It, I
1: fully it's, thought we had the game. It. Honestly, I really did. No,
0: for sure. And then just to see that set piece go in like that, it just breaks you. But,
1: God forbid, uh, Patricio makes a crazy stop. Actually, not going to blame him <laughs> at all on this one, but. You know, maybe sometimes he can say, surprise me a little, make a crazy save. Yeah, but... no,
0: something catches, catch, go out of your, uh, out of your, out of your comfort zone there, Ruby. But no, I don't know. I think at the end of the day, I know they're a very good defensive team, Torino. But you have, if you, if we could create a few more chances here and there and capitalize on them, and be two nil up in the eighty fifth minute, we wouldn't be in this situation. But the fact that we created absolutely nothing for sixty minutes is. It just goes to show that that one chance that the other team's gonna get is gonna bite you in the ass. So,
1: I just think like the fact what you exactly what you just said like it, it tends to get swept under the rug a little bit, wouldn't you say? Like Roma are not playing quality football. Like no, we'll not. win a match here, we'll win a match there, we'll pump Empoli seven nil, but it's like when you look at our performances as a whole over an extended period of time. I, I really don't enjoy what I'm watching. Like, do you watch Roma, and then you, you're like, oh, wow, what a game, what a performance. That was exciting. And I don't, last like... Last
0: week, last week, and that was it.
1: Yeah, but even against Empoli, like, we got the penalty early, and then, you know, we started killing them from there. Like, it was pretty much over. I It is Empoli, and I don't want to, like, get too much on that fact. I know there's other teams in the league that didn't pump them like we did, but... I don't know. Like when it comes to like a a certain amount of games altogether, I just feel like we're not playing quality football. We're not, you know, attacking well. We're not looking convincing in our victories, is basically all I'm trying to say here. And and we uh, never are. We just, we just scrape by.
0: We just scrape by, whether it's a set piece, a corner kick that will, will somebody like last season, it was Ibanez would get his head on it uh, or something like that. Penalty shot, free kick. It's not, um, we're not like necessarily playing teams off the pitch ever, and that's that's really hasn't been the case for the last few years. And um, obviously, that Empoli game was a one-off game, right? That's not going to happen every week. No. But uh, no, I, I just think that we just don't. There's no, there's not enough creativity in this team, and it's crazy to say when you have players like Awar, DiBala, Pellegrini. You have these names like that who are known to be very creative players but we just can't seem to get it clicking cuz i feel like well especially with a guy like Lukaku now on the team like we should be able to if we can create these chances we've got a guy now to finish all these chances whereas Tammy last year he he did miss a good amount of cha- uh, a good amount of chances and we hit the post more than i think any team in europe but
1: yeah that Cristante post was wild too in the last game right like ball's whipped in by Spina Cristante tries to get a foot in it boom right off the post across the goal line Nobody's there to finish it off. It's, yeah, it's uh, it is what it is. You know, like we're like it's crazy the the way a, a Roma fan lives, right? Like, believe we're all going nuts. We're all happy. Then all of a sudden, snap your fingers, we're back to this like bottomless pit of sadness and depression. Yeah, is, uh... <laughs> it's 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 honestly just a roller coaster. But um, what are your thoughts on uh, Leonardo Spinozola? Do you think he's improving? I think he's uh, looking much better than he did to start off the year. Same goes well, even, for Cristante, yeah.
0: Oh, Cristante is another another story. But Spina, definitely, I would say at this, I think at the after the first game of the season, I said don't start him. Give somebody yeah, else. Yeah, you a were chance. pretty
1: pissed off at the guy,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, the last two games, it looks like we can almost kind of depend on him a little more to uh, to bring the ball up the field and kind of just run at the at the at the winger and fullback and try and cross the ball in or cut in and and make something happen. Um. I think last episode you and I both said he's got to be the, he's got to be the starter from now on on the left, and then brings Zalewski on off the bench, but mm-hmm. um, no, I I'm I'm definitely ex- happy. I'm I'm glad. I'm a big fan of Spinozolo. I Got his jersey right here, but <laughs> uh, he looks a lot better. And then is another one. Like we were just harping on the guy two games in, but. Ever since that uh, that Italy cap, he's looked like a completely different player. Like, he looks so much more confident than he did at the start of the season. And uh, it's exactly what you want to see from him. You want to see him just kind of be that silent leader. I know he's not, obviously not the captain, but he's been with Roma for a while now. And just kind of do what he can. And and uh, I don't know. He looks good on the ball. No, I agree. Yeah. He looks a lot more calm. He, he looks like he's not... Uh, nervous i don't know what it was to start the year maybe he just needed a little bit of time but no he looks a lot better i'm happy
1: yeah it could just be a a lack of like actual match game like gameplay right it's like yeah he starts good he's training but he needs to get in that match form and it does take a, a little bit to get like fully integrated into you know playing 90 minutes playing against your opponent it's completely different from training. Like even when like I was playing myself, like a training session is absolutely nothing compared to the actual game on the pitch. And uh, it's night and day, like you can train all you want. And there's certain players who are excellent in training, but stink in the game and it it works both ways. So, you know, I think Cristante has come a long way since the beginning of the year and uh, he's fully back to what he uh, offered last season, uh, King Brian. Like I was pretty critical of him too. Like, as you guys probably heard everyone watching. So, good to see Cristante back in action. Um, I'm always been a big supporter of Cristante and if he's going to play that good, I think he deserves to start every match. And uh, with him and Paredes, I know Mourinho even said he really likes those two in the midfield. You know, I agree with him. I think those guys both, if they're going to, if we're going to have two sitting midfielders, those are the two I would play personally. And uh, ahead of them, it's got to be a water Pellegrini. And then, We'll see what happens going forward. But again, we just need these guys to be healthy. And that's the biggest concern for Roma. A full squad of injury-prone players. Smalling has barely played this season. Mourinho considers him our best center back. You really, you can't build consistency. And you're not going to continuously win matches if everybody's injured. You know, you play with one formation this game. Everyone loves each other. One guy gets injured. Then you got to put in another guy and another guy. Like, how can you build a starting 11 if it's just consistently? injuries constantly it's it's very difficult to do that right
0: yeah it's frequently changing and and like I said you can't it's hard to find form that way especially like you said absolutely everybody's happy with each other the players are all excited the fans are all excited and then report comes out such and such is out for two games now we've got to completely change it formation potentially could change the 11 is obviously going to change and then now these guys are trying to find their form with a new group of guys and Doesn't always work out in the best way, and we clearly saw that. But again, hopefully, we can just uh, some of these players can stay fit, and uh, that's the goal, right? If we can, like we've said this several times, if we can get a healthy 11 for a a five, I know I'm asking for a lot here, five, six game period, (laughs) I think that's a lot. I'm asking for a lot, but if we can get a healthy, like you keep everybody healthy, Alwar, Sanchez, Dibala, Lukaku. Pellegrini, all these guys, Paredes. If they can all stay fit and find their consistency together and, and find the form, could be. It's a scary team, but again, it's it's a matter of finding that that form and, and keeping that fitness, which is obviously a massive problem for us.
1: Okay, so let me ask you this: at this point in time, Roma are five games in, five points. Um, where do you stand? Are you panicking? Do you think Roma can turn this around make Champions League? Where are you at? How do you see Roma progressing from here and basically are you worried or are you calm? Like what's your mindset?
0: Uh I'm honestly like right I, I want to say I'm calm but I'm right on the fence. Like I'm I'm just about to jump yeah, off. Yeah, I'm just hanging on right ahead. now. I'm at, I'm at the point where <laughs> I'm just hanging on. I think uh these next every game leading up to Inter is is Will be the deciding um, the deciding factor for me. Like if we can if we can go, I, I want to say it's five right? Genoa. What does the next five games look like? Um,
1: yeah, it was one one Europa League team. I'll, t- I'll take a look now. But it was Genoa, Monza's in there. Um, who else was it? Frozenone, Genoa, Servette on the Europa League, and then Cagliari, Monza, Slavia Prague, and then Inter. So, so one, two, Syria three, games. four, five, six games for City, yeah. And we did say last time we spoke, Roma can afford to tie one of these matches, that's right? That's what I said. So yeah,
0: that's what I said.
1: Immediately, the, the next biggest game is going to be Genoa, Genoa. And from there, you absolutely cannot lose to Inter. Like, if you tie Genoa out of the six matches and you go four, four wins, two losses, I mean, sorry, four wins, two ties... I can swallow it, but I really wanted to be Torino with everything inside of me and yeah. uh man it fuck it hurts. Like I was at work today just sitting there on my computer just like Fuck 85th minute, seriously? Yeah. And the thing that kills me the most, freaking Duvan Zapata. This guy was basically Blink. taking a fucking a plane to Roma tomorrow, then all of a sudden he goes to Torino and then he's like acting all happy and of course if there's one guy who's gonna score Every Roma fan knows somehow, some way, anybody we're linked to, anybody that hates us, anybody that's a rival, they're always gonna score against us. It's like it's literally a curse at this point, but
0: Oh man. But um I don't know. I think uh Um going back to what you were saying about am I am I worried, am I panicking? Do I think I yeah, can yeah, still make top on. four? I I think it's 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 just considering the way that a lot of these other teams are looking, um like I don't want to start jinxing things, but I don't think Lecce is going to hold their form. For example, and there's a couple other teams that are in the top four, like um, or for like, even like Fiorentina. I don't. I mean, they look good. Don't get me wrong. And I had them ranked pretty highly in my prediction. But well, I think there is the,
1: Lecce. I just want to throw that in there.
0: Yeah, Lecce and then Lazio, which is another. And then big Lazio, one. yeah. <laughs> so game. I mean, that's three big games in a row. That's why you but, have to uh, win these ones, right? So. Exactly, exactly. But I think, um, I I genuinely think top four is very doable. I think Inter's, I, I had them. Well, Napoli's mates, in like, trouble. Lazio's in
1: trouble. But the 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 thing that makes me so mad is like, why can't we start a season like with confidence and power and just it's it's the mental thing. It, it just I'm, kills me, man. Just one time, start with like you know wins and. Three points, three points, three why can't we just do that? The last time was freaking Rudy Garcia over there who can barely win a game with Napoli. Osiman's yeah. fucking flipping him off, coming off the field. <laughs> uh.
0: No, I don't know. I think I genuinely think we still have a chance at top four, obviously. It's uh really early in the season. I think that if we can find our form now and kind of just run with it. Up until that inter game, that's a lot of points to be won there. That's what three, six, nine. That's twelve points right there. If we can go if we can go twelve for twelve before the inter game, the Derby's massive. Like that's that'll be a massive game. And then a game like Leche, you gotta hope you can come away with a win there. But um
1: Yeah, like Mourinho even said it best, right? He's like, Look where we are in the standings now, it won't be the same as January. You know, I get mad when he says it in the moment because of all the emotions, but when we talk about it now, and we look at the standings, I'm much more calm than I was in the past because at the same time, like we said, a lot of teams are going to be dropping points. You know, Lazio's in Champions League. They're going to be taking that seriously, which means they're going to be losing a hell of a lot of games in City. I'll tell you right now, Napoli's in a difficult situation with Garcia and, you know, they just thought, oh, you know, they won the Scudetto. They're going to come out and constantly win games, but it's never as easy as it seems spalletti is pretty much irreplaceable for that team in my opinion and as we talked about in the past they lost kim juventus is a quality side but with allegri they play similar to the way we do you know defensive they're gonna cough up games too because they're they're not attacking the way they should be and i feel that's the common theme like you know that the old time old days of defending first and attacking second it's i feel like it's dying but at the same time it does win trophies so like when it comes to league play, it might not be the best. But when it comes to trophies, it's, it is always going to be the best because those matches you need to defend. You need to keep your team compact and, you know, grind out victories. But, yeah, like you said, I when it comes to me, in my opinion, I think that right now we still have to be calm. You know, it is five points in, in five matches, which is crazy to think about. If there's any other coach other than Jose Mourinho on that touchline, we're calling for this guy's scalp, okay? <laughs> there is no way any Roma fan can 100%. can sit here and tell me right now if Jose Mourinho is not our coach, we're not calling for his head right now. If it was Rudy Garcia, Paulo Fonseca, I'd, my Twitter account would be broken, me going after all these guys. But because it's Jose Mourinho and he's won every trophy in the world and he's really brought quality, quality players to this team, we're not seeing Dybala, we're not seeing Lukaku without this guy. And I think at the end of the day, can we do better than Jose Mourinho? I say no. Like, you know, you could say Di Sabi, you could say all these names. Conte is the only guy who's available, but at the same time, Mourinho has a relationship with all these players. You know, he's building something here. The fans love him. They're real like Italian fans. You know, like it's <sighs> after the matches, his interviews with the excuses are kind of starting to get to me. But, yeah, um, sure. you know, if he's going to – he did say Pellegrini couldn't play, Owa couldn't play. So it's understandable. Like, after the game, everyone's pissed off, and we don't understand why he's making certain decisions. But, again, we don't know what goes on in training. We don't know the, the lives of these players. Like, Azmoun just had a daughter today, a baby girl. Like, you don't know what's going through these guys' heads. It's, and even Indica in the past, we, he had a child too, right? And we're wondering why isn't he playing – You know, maybe their head's not in it. They're worried about their wives in the hospital. Like, we literally have no idea what's going on, right? So, at the end of the day, I am hopeful. I think we can turn this around. And, you know, we're lucky that a lot of these top teams are not performing well. As you said, Lecce is not going to hold on. It's impossible. And these guys are not Leicester City or something. But um, I think Inter's pretty much wrapped this one up. Milan yeah, are I still so. good. It's it's Inter and Milan top 2 and then I think it's wide open from there. Like Roma have every opportunity. If Lukaku keeps scoring like this and Roma can start clicking like we can literally get third or fourth place. I'm not even worried about it. It's just a matter of actually seeing it come to fruition and that's what grinds my gears the most. The fact that we are so close to excellence, we're so close to the top 4. Great opportunity to, you know, push ourselves forward into those high positions. Take advantage of drop results around the league and we just can't do it. And it kills me.
0: Yeah, it's the same thing all the time. Like I said, last season, when we were making that push where towards the end of the season where there was still a shot at making Champions League. And then it was like, oh, guys, look, it's Friday, Friday games are on and Atalanta's dropping points, Milan's tying games, and then Roma's on Sunday. And we're dropping points to Salonitana or something like that. Like it's just the same kind of thing, which I think, as Frank said, it, it they're mental midgets. Like they're just, <laughs> they don't, they don't have the the passion and and maybe that's not what it is. Maybe they're just not mentally there yet. I know it's a lot of new faces to join a team and 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 hope for a lot, but. You'd think at this at this stage in a lot of these guys' careers, they've been playing for a while. Like a guy like Pedra, that's been playing forever. Awar has been playing for a while. Debala, all these guys. You'd think that at some point that they could kind of get it together, and I don't know. It's getting uh, it's tiring, man. Like you said, you 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 get so excited, and you think, oh my god, this could actually be it. You're winning one nil going to the into the eighty fifth minute. This is your chance. You're finally out of the bottom half of the table.
1: Just think about the Shoot. momentum factor too. You're that's coming off I mean. a 7 nothing thought... win, a Europa League win. You that beat been Torino a away from home, yeah. 1-0, a clean sheet. Like It gives Rui Patricio confidence. It confidence, gives yeah. the fans, the players, the coaches. Everyone's becoming confident. And boop, right back to the tie. But at the end of the day, like it could have been worse. You know, Torino didn't really have much the entire game. So that's a positive in my eyes. Yeah. Um, But we'll see what happens. Apparently, Lorenzo Pellegrini will be back versus Genoa. So that's fantastic to hear. Honestly, though, like the more I think about it, the one player that completes our entire roster and is the perfect player to help us is Renato Sanchez. Yeah. Like he's able to progress the ball. Like everything I talked about early on in this podcast, like a guy who can progress the ball, come back and receive, run it up the field, he checks all the boxes and he has a skill level. To, you know, take on guys, you know, make the right passes, make the right, you know, decisions, especially in the final third, which is very difficult for a lot of players. And uh, unfortunately, in my opinion, you cannot depend on Renato Sanchez. As much as I want to depend on the guy, to me, he doesn't even exist at this point.
0: He's, it's, it's like, I think you said it an episode or two ago, it's like you can't cherry on top <laughs> yeah like we can't you you can't expect him to be there and and when he's there he's just the cherry on the top like it's just you can't think going into the game be like oh like we need renato for this match it's more so if he's available he's that finishing touch but you can't uh you can't count on him which is really unfortunate to say cuz he's he's incredible like you said he's exactly what this team is missing and you can see it in the games that he's not there that we don't have that role in our team. Not one of these players can and actually fill fill his shoes like yeah, yeah. that.
1: And it's something Dybala desperately needs in his game. Like yeah. when we don't have a player like that, he's forced to come back and pick up the ball and I think it just tires him out too much personally. Like you want Dybala like away from everything until we hit that final third.
0: Yeah, he doesn't you know, need like, to be in the in in defense. It's Pellegrini,
1: end. it's Uar, it's Renato Sanchez. Those are the three guys that can play in that position. Maybe even Pagano, but we, I don't think we're ever going to see it, to be honest. But I didn't think I'd be here begging for Lorenzo Pellegrini to return, but look at me, here I am. Your boy. My boy, Lorenzo. So Your boy. You know, when it comes to captains, I love uh, Gianluca Mancini as the capitano, man. His shirt, oh, he's, too. I, took, I put a picture I up know, of his I shirt, it's all full of mud. Way, This is what all the blood coming out of his nostrils. I love this guy, man. No, he's an animal. I
0: love that guy.
1: He's a pure Romanista. He's exactly what we're used to the Grinta, everything. Tirosi, freaking Mexis, all these guys. But uh, yeah, I guess we'll see what happens. Who do you want to see starting? We can move into Roma versus Genoa, a little bit of a preview. Who do you see starting versus Genoa? Who do you want to start versus Genoa? Um, Smalling's out, so I'll tell you that right now. Uh, I think Balotti's ready. And you pretty much know all the other guys that are in and out. So what yeah, do you think? No, I, would, you started? Uh,
0: I would keep the back line the exact same. Like from Rui to Spina, if he's 100% fit, not uh, picked up any knocks. And if he's not, I know he's getting old and it's a lot of games for him. But I would go Rui, Spina, Indica on the left. Either Mancini or, or Lorente in the middle, either or. But those three in the back, Mancini, Lorente, or uh, Indica. And then on the right, I'm not – I'd probably give Karsdorp a, play, uh, a game. Why not? I don't think that he's uh, – I think in the Europa League game, he was phenomenal. But You're uh, taking
1: out Christensen?
0: 100%. Why, though? I cannot stand this guy. <laughs> it's like he touches the ball and he has bricks on his feet. Oh, like, that was bad. Last I, game? It, oh, I my don't... God. I I think he's good like don't get me wrong on the goal it was his pass that went into Lukaku if I'm not mistaken correct Yeah
1: his toe punt uh, when he was stretching for it yeah But yeah
0: you see what I mean like, <laughs> I just don't think he is the player to be playing as a wing back and I and I and I hate to just keep harping on the guy cuz I know against Empoli he played was it Empoli
1: Yeah he uh, crossed it in for the penalty crossed, and then he crossed yeah. it into Renato Sanchez yeah
0: so, I hate to just shit on this guy all the time, but I think I genuinely believe that Karsdorp is a better player, especially in the formation we play. So, I would personally would start Karsdorp. I'd go Karsdorp, Mancini, Lorente, Indica, Spinazzola. And then in the midfield, I would go Paredes, Cristante, Pellegrini up top, above them. Depending on if uh, this thing keeps shutting off on me. If Awar is fit or not, I would uh, try and. Anyways, sorry <laughs> about that. I would try and uh, – I'd probably just start Pellegrini, to be honest. I'd bring a, bring a Warren off the bench just in case of fitness and whatnot. Whoever's
1: healthier, right? Whoever's With healthier. That's
0: plan. exactly it, yeah. But, um, yeah, Cristante, Paredes, Pellegrini, and then I would go Lukaku Dybala. And I'm missing one more? I don't know. Spina, Ndiko Mancini <sighs> – Lorente Cavilar No 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 no. Rui <laughs> I I, I he listen Rui hasn't he hasn't faced a lot but like No no he's good right now. Conceded, I keep him in. We can't we can't point the finger at him. But yeah, so Rui Spina Mancini Lorente Indica, Karsdorp, Cristante Paredes Pellegrini Lukaku DiBala. Yeah, that's exactly how I would do it.
1: No, it's a pretty solid lineup. I'd probably do the exact same thing. I thought Indica actually played. We haven't touched on Indica, but I thought he played really well. If it was his bone coverage back post for Zapata there, then, you know, he's got to wake the hell up because that's awful. But when it comes to the actual game itself, I thought he played well and he continues to play better and better with every match that passes. So I'm trusting him in the lineup. Um, I'm pretty much doing the same thing, you know, the same back line, same goalkeeper, Spina Zola. When it comes to the right side, I don't know. Maybe, like, I would love to see Karsdorp, but I just think Mourinho's going to play Christensen anyways. But, like, you can see when Karsdorp comes in, he's always looking to attack. That, that's what I like about Karsdorp. But at the same time, if we're going to be, you know, pushing up the field with Spinazola every single play, you, you need someone who's going to tuck in and really defend well. So, I fully understand why Mourinho wants to have Christensen in there. It's kind of like a a backup plan if all fails on Spina's attacks, right? You can kind of switch over to a back four. Yeah. So uh, I think that's going to be what's going to happen there. And then, of course, we're going to see Paredes-Cristante. Of course, we're going to see either Uwad or Pellegrini. And then up top, I swear to God, if I see going on the trident again, I'm going to lose my mind, but... Um,
0: it just it didn't work whatsoever having the three and and spacing it all so much it just didn't make sense he doesn't have the pace anymore that's what it is
1: too like he's used to having the pace El Shirawe running down the field back and forth with speed now he's just kind of a guy who cuts in and tries to make something happen right like he's a good player to have in your squad yeah exactly predictable yeah exactly you know what he's gonna do you know he's cutting into his right foot and he's doing something or he's going to, like, lay it off to Spina on the left. It, it's it's just too obvious from El Sharaway. Like, I like the guy. I think he's going to be... I think he's a great guy to have in your squad, but I don't want to see him starting matches. So, I again, I'll probably put Lukaku and Dybala. Like, those are the, the two guys who are just a step above our, our entire team. Like, the chemistry between those two, we can touch upon that. What do you think? Do you see it growing? I I think it looks better every match.
0: Well, like I mentioned on that that chance in the first half that Lukaku had. Like it was a mm-hmm. nice link up one-two and then Dybala plays it over the top. Like they kind of just know what each other of them want to do. And um again if Dybala can stay fit, I'm pretty I'm not really too worried about Lukaku's fitness. I think he's no, he a looks pretty great. solid guy. Even if I he wasn't fit, if, uh, who cares man? Put him in. <laughs> I think uh I think it'll only get better from here. I think they definitely in the last two games, you can see how how well they play off of each other. But I do think that they need to play as almost like two strikers opposed to like, we, have we put Dybala. It was almost like he was a right winger and he was very limited there. And especially with Rodriguez just locking him down
1: mm-hmm. and then
0: having Bongiorno locking uh, Lukaku down. They were both very limited in that sense. But I think, uh, I think those two healthy are just... Crucial players, just
1: absolutely, they're, they're basically they're, our whole team, <laughs> yeah.
0: They're exactly each of those players, like Lukaku needs a Dibala, and Dibala needs a Lukaku, so I think it's just perfect. And they
1: both they need a Renato Sanchez,
0: like, yeah, or like a, a, a <laughs> like greeny a
1: lot, somebody, yes, exactly. You know who's good? Um, I was watching a lot of EPL lately, throwing some bets in Madison on Tottenham,
0: insane player.
1: He's he's pretty much exactly what Roma are missing. Insane midfielder. And they got him
0: for like a decent price, especially knowing like English. Uh, I guess they were getting relegated. No, am I not mistaken? Maybe I don't know. But uh, wasn't that a... Leicester before?
1: I think it was Leicester. Yeah
0: yeah so they're getting relegated but no he's in, i've liked this guy for years matters he's it's literally insane. the
1: perfect thing Roma need, and and that's what pellegrini needs to be you know get the ball from the midfield the defensive ones get the ball up the field you know keep possession try to beat guys try to create out there that's what we need in that position and uh, i'm just waiting to see someone step up Uwad off the you know the first game of the season he looked phenomenal he was doing that job and he picks up an injury and who knows if he's going to go back That's to it. his Leon days yeah. now, you know, like, I don't know. It's do you think, see,
0: uh, but... do you think that we could go with, say, if we we're missing that 10, that creative 10 and Renato's out and you kind of can't rely on, on the, the uh, sorry, you can't rely on Pellegrino or O'R. Do you think that we could say, put DiBala as the 10 and put and Bellotti have- up top. Bellotti and Lukaku up top. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's what should have happened last game. I think at halftime you put in Bellotti for El Shrawy. You go fucking two big guys up top, battle like Rodriguez and all the other guys in the back, and let the just float around and do his thing. Because he's no gonna idea. end up picking up the ball from the two defensive midfielders. He's gonna be the guy in the hole, receiving you know crisp passes from the center backs, and he's the guy who's gonna play off the the, the wing backs, right? So. He could have been that guy, Dybala. I feel, you know, he'd get more into the game because he has more touches on the ball. It's just a matter of, you know, he's going to have to really run more and, you know, get into positions more often. And I don't know if his fitness is there, right? Because that player needs to be a motor. Like, you can't stop moving if you're in that position. You got to be supporting guys all over the field. And um, I don't know if Dibala is able to do that. He's more of an attacking guy right now. So at the very least I would have done it anyway, just for the sake of winning the match, you know, yeah. I think it would have opened up a lot of space for, you know, Lukaku and Balati moving forward. And that's what I would have done. And I seen a lot of Romanisti on uh, Twitter saying the same thing. I can't believe we didn't make any changes. You know, there's like, I always say, there's one side saying like Mourinho out <laughs> and we're never going to win with this guy. We're never going to have like beautiful football again with this guy. And then, there's the other side saying, you know, stay calm, everybody. You know, it's it's still early in the season. We're building a team. They're getting used to each other. So, as much as I want to dip into the first pile, I'm gonna stick with the the more uh, resilient and calm Romanisti on this one.
0: Like I said, I'm <laughs> right on the fence. You're on right the edge, on man. The fence. Right, on the, right fence. on the fence. Okay, so let's say let's say
1: let's have a little fun here in the chat. You guys can let me know what you think too. If Roma lose versus Genoa, what happens next?
0: Jose out.
1: <laughs> so you're going to say Jose out. Mourinho out if Roma lose to Genoa. It's never going to happen, by the way. So we got to be more no, realistic. No, I know. You think no, the Freakins no. are going to pull the trigger? No chance.
0: No, I said... What I said... I'm just going to quickly touch on this. What I had said, uh, even like... Before this match, the first two games of the season was. You, you're we're not sacking him, before the season's over. So these people need to get that with uh, the whole the Jose out the Mu out all this this movement it's on never screen. gonna happen. Yeah. It's not gonna happen. So get this idea out of your head. If we here's my thought. If we finish, we're gonna play the season out. If we don't make top four or don't magically win the Europa League. Then we can call for that, but until then, yeah, there's no that shouldn't even be a discussion right now. That's what I think.
1: I don't even want to hear about this Europa League again, man. I can't handle it. No,
0: that's what I mean. That's why I said magic. Like, if we can magically, we're gonna, we're, we're
1: gonna screw up the league once again, and then oh, at least we have the Europa League. I can't, yeah, I cannot handle no. that for another season, man.
0: No, no, no
1: I agree. <laughs> it's all fun and games, and like it's good to win the Europa League and clinch Champions League, but. It's not easy and you know, Roma are a favorite to go back to the final. I'm not gonna lie. They're probably one of three teams who can get there, but it's a long season and we can win matches to get into the top four, I think. It's just yeah. Yeah, like I think at the end of the day, Mourinho, like in your opinion, do you think Mourinho wants to win the Europa League and Copa Italia more or the uh coming top four? I think it's oh,
0: Europa League.
1: Yeah, like, the for man him, I know, just lives, you know how he is. Lives for trophies. He lives
0: for Europe, and he lives for the saying, "Oh, I have twenty six trophies." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's. I love the guy. Don't get me wrong, but like you, and you it's just... a little bit
1: of a. He's pissed off too. Like you saw his comments in the media, right? Like I, I think that uh... no, what did he say? I we didn't lose the final.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we didn't lose. And I, until I'm, until my last, my last day as a manager, I'll continue to say this or something like
1: that. Yeah, so obviously he wants revenge and all that. Hopefully Anthony Taylor uh, is available for the final. And uh... Yeah,
0: I'm hoping for that, yeah. No, <laughs> Never I forget those
1: airport scenes, man. The Roma oh, fans like throwing chairs, spitting.
0: His kids walking with them. Oh my God. But
1: it goes to show how important this sport is to these fans and... The fact that this guy is that bad of a referee, it's it's well, pretty I now crazy. Now you see
0: it, like, you saw a little bit before, but even though if you, like, I don't know if you see much of the, the EPL Twitter, they're losing their minds about this
1: guy. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. Because he's like, reffing, like. Worst ref in the world, they said Worst
0: ref in the world, UEFA, you need to do something about this guy. But when we said it, people were all, like, oh. oh classic Italians offensive. complaining yeah. again. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. But, no, I don't know. Like you said, that game alone, we shouldn't have had to rely on a penalty shot to win it. But I honestly don't even want to talk about this right now. But no, uh,
1: yeah, we can uh,
0: <laughs> we can cap it there. Yeah, we can move on. It's, from it's that.
1: a whole other discussion that uh, game there. But uh, you have anything else to talk about? Any questions you have uh, before we move on to the uh, comments?
0: Uh, all I can say is, what do you think? Uh, what's your prediction for Thursday?
1: That's an actually, that's actually a good one, thank you. Um <laughs> whew, uh, I actually predicted last game right. No, actually, what did I say? No, I predicted the Europa League right. I said two one. I don't know if you remember. But yeah, uh I, I said three one, you said two one. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: For this match, Roma Genoa. It's gonna be I think it has to be a one nothing win or a I think that's our only option. I, I don't see us putting two goals in Genoa. They've been playing good. They tied Napoli. Maybe we win 2-1 again. I think that could also be a realistic result, but those are my options. How about you? You think 1-0? One 1-0 nil? One nil or 2-1. Those are my two options. I have to go with the win, or else I'm going to, like, you know, positive yeah, thinking. See it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No,
0: yeah. I think... It's a way, right?
1: Ah uh, yeah sure it's I away believe so yeah we're away We are at I think the we'll Stadio Comunale Luigi Ferris Ferraris
0: It's <laughs> a long name I think uh I want to say to nothing but I also do see like a scrappy reteggi tap in or something like that so I want to say 2-1 seems fair but I'm going to go Kevin with Stroman my initial. Banger, what do you think yeah or that the whole thing is on net <laughs> um, I think I want to lock in 2-0 2-0 Roma win not convincing but we'll, I say I think we're going to score maybe one. we'll go 1-0 into actually... the first half yeah and then we'll score um, late to seal it <laughs>
1: I'm actually terrified of this match. <laughs> like like terrified. I, I, I don't think like to be quite honest, I have no confidence going like anything could happen. I think we squeak out a win deep down, but it's gonna be tough.
0: Yeah. It's gonna it's be very, very match, tough. Especially away especially, from home. Exactly. It's a fortress.
1: It's a literally a fortress in that place. So
0: no, okay, it's not I think
1: we'll uh I think we'll cap it off there. We won't go too long this time. You know, you guys are probably sick of our voices at this point, but uh, for everybody in the comments, we are going to start reading your guys' comments out. So if you want to, you know, feature on the podcast, put in your comments right now. And for those in the video, thumbs up and subscribe to the channel, guys. Come on, we're working hard here. So right away, we'll go all the way to the top. Deck W, Roma will come back strong on Thursday, 3-1 Roma. We should remember our middle name is Injury Prone Squad. So we got a 3-1 prediction and, you know, maybe we got ahead of ourselves in the beginning and didn't speak about how injury prone the squad truly is, but it's tough because you want to focus on the team as a whole, the performances, but at the same time, yeah, you got to worry about the injury proneness and... Yeah, it's pretty self-explanatory. He goes on to say, 70% of the players we have cannot fit in any good team because of injuries. Jose is always worried when the team is playing because of injury fear. Yeah, and he, yeah, he kind of spoke to that with Renato Sanchez. He's like, I don't know what's wrong with this guy, essentially. Paraphrasing, but he's like, I cannot believe this guy's injured again, basically. like He played a half and then he played 20 minutes and he's injured again. 20 minutes, yeah. Freaking thigh strain for doing what? I don't know. Any comments there before I move on?
0: Uh, no, I think we kind of touched on You're that. On it's it? pretty uh, pretty self explanatory. We said it, I, and it was Jose who said that in press conference. Like like you had said, the reason we have a lot of these players is because they aren't fit enough to be playing with the teams that they that their technical ability could have them on. So they end up exactly with, with us. So I mean. When 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 healthy, and you can get the best out of these players. They're great players. It's just a matter of keeping them healthy. It's just like it's like a broken record here. It's the same old, uh, same old. But no, that's about it.
1: All right. Next we have Joseph Canizaro, saying Saint Leo with a heart. Guy loves you, man.
0: Joseph,
1: <laughs> my <you>. boy. <laughs> um, amazing Vincent. Love this guy. He was with me on the. Uh, on the uh, FIFA stream the other day. I appreciate you, Vincent, for the support. If Smalling was playing, we wouldn't have conceded that goal to Zapata, in my opinion. Yeah, I think I can agree with
0: that. That's fair. That's fair. I
1: I think he crunches on back post and gets that ball out for sure. You know, if we see that back three of Smalling, Mancini, and Indica, I think that's our best three, to be honest. Llorente is a fantastic player, but... You know, having him as a sub is unbelievable. To come in with that, he's faster than Mancini, so he comes in with a little bit of pace, a little bit of agility, and he's a great passer of the ball too, being Spanish and all that. So, yeah, I think it's a good point.
0: But you think uh, you think when Smolin comes back, that Lorente will be the one on the bench?
1: I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking out Gianluca Mancini, man. I don't care no, how bad he no, plays. I just
0: didn't know. I just didn't know if uh, you thought it would be, Lorente starting over Indica or not. I like Indica personally, but I play
1: Indica uh, left foot.
0: Yeah, yeah. Is Lorente left footed too?
1: No, he's right footed. Is he? I'm pretty certain because I remember watching the game and I was like, Oh, is this guy left footed?" And then I saw him like dribbling to his right, so I'm almost certain he's right footed. But yeah, I don't know. I just think Indica has a higher ceiling. You know, we actually signed him. Lorente's on loan. Like yeah, you have to you, play, have, to you have, play, have to play yeah. the guys that are actually on this squad, right? So yeah, I agree. But again, Lorente, fantastic sub. So going forward, I'm not too worried about our our center back situation. Yeah, he is right footed. Yeah, yeah, and He's then of course you could put Cristante back there as well, assuming our midfield is actually ready to go and healthy, which is a bit concern. But uh, yeah. yeah, we'll see. Next up, we have Ivano Cardone, one of the uh, OG oh, Lupo, sh- Lupo TV supporters. What up, boys? Pinto out. (laughs)
0: This guy hates Pinto. (laughs) He's been saying this forever, man. (laughs) He hates Pinto.
1: Then he goes, This cuck (laughs) brings us Lukaku (laughs) on the last match day of the Mercato. We had him earlier. If we had him earlier on, we would have beaten Cernitana and Verona. I mean... That's fair. I mean, why didn't we go after him earlier? I guess uh, Chelsea yeah. wasn't open to the loan until later on in the transfer market, which doesn't make sense. They want to get rid of the guy. I'm kind of worried though. Like, what if he keeps scoring, keeps doing well? Are these guys going to jack the price to fifty million? We're never going to end up signing him.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, <sighs>
1: that's it's not exactly going to turn out well.
0: No, no, it's, it's never, never it. Without, without an obligation or an option. We
1: have to definitely. sign this guy, man. If we don't sign Lukaku, we're fucked. We're going to yeah. go Tammy and Belotti and Azmoud and Marcos Leonardo. Okay, maybe. <laughs> maybe. But uh, I think we need Lukaku. He's such a difference maker, man. You have to figure out a way to sign this guy. And if we can find a way into Champions League and the Freakins are not splashing cash on this guy, they can fucking sell their plane and make it happen. Because... We need Lukaku on this team. Uh, (laughs) Next up, uh, Vincent, once again, we need to win the Derby too. Yeah, we touched upon that. We absolutely need to beat Lazio. That's coming off of Lecce and Inter, so God knows where we're going to be at that point. Josie Mourinho says in January, we're going to be better off than we are now. Uh, Do you believe that, Leo? Do you believe we're going to be better off in January than we are right now? (laughs)
0: Just... Uh my brain's telling me no, but my heart's telling me yes. You know, like I, I oh man, honestly, That's yeah. said every
1: uh, ex-boyfriend ever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I think, uh, I think we will. Yeah, I think, I think it's it's. I, I've said it a few times. It's a matter of getting all these new new faces familiar with each other and finding themselves, and uh, yeah. kind of like getting like a proper. Style of play figured out. I think we haven't quite got that yet. So I think with by January or even before January we'll have that and we'll uh, we'll start to see some results. So um, I think we'll be better. I honestly I, I think sooner than later, sooner than a lot of people think, we'll be in a in a much better place than we are.
1: We're desperately in need of Pellegrini at this point. <laughs> like like we're literally I never desperately I see you
0: saying this. It's true though,
1: man. Like what are we gonna do? Last year, we had Matic. When Pellegrini was injured last year, who do we have again? Remind me. We had... I feel like I'm missing somebody.
0: We had nobody. That was a problem. We had nobody.
1: So, what was our formation when Pellegrini was gone? Who was our three midfielders? Why am I blanking right now?
0: Cristante, Matic.
1: Cristante, Matic. And it was like Bove at times. It was... uh... Why am I forgetting? Chat, help us.
0: (laughs) Yeah, somebody. How did we play here? Wait, you got like a lineup
1: there? What are you looking at? No, okay. Here's
0: your boy
1: here. Oh, Lolo. Capitano. Buddy, I'm going back into last season right now. Leo, talk to these guys. I'm going back.
0: Yeah, can we quickly just touch on how horrible our first jerseys were with New Balance? (laughs) So, for everyone in the
1: audio podcast, Leo is currently showing his Pellegrini jersey on the stream.
0: It's horrible, and I got one more that's even worse.
1: (laughs) And remember how drenched in in sweat they were? Every game was, like,
0: playing in puddles. I can't believe I bought this.
1: I actually like that jersey. It just reminds me of Bodo Glimt. Bodo. Those are the days, man.
0: See? Like, it's a nice detail and whatnot, but I just think... (laughs) I went to a match just... last
1: season. Sorry to interrupt you here. No, go
0: ahead. We go ahead.
1: had we had Kamara, Matic, Bove. Three mids with Pellegrini ahead of them Wait. and Balotti striker. Wait, who? Kam- Kamara. Remember Kamara?
0: Oh my god, how did I forget about that guy, Matic, Kamara?
1: Matic, Bove, Pellegrini, Belotti. And this was against Inter and Lukaku starting striker for Inter.
0: Yeah, that's. that's we, shocking, lost,
1: um, we lost. We lost 2 nothing. Let's check out our tie to Monza. Let's see what we did here. Pellegrini, Bove in the midfield. Cristante, center back. I'm so back in El Shirawi, April. I miss. We're so
0: back in, man.
1: The guy would have been he... helping us. He's, he's gone. We he
0: loaned him out. Yeah, we loaned yeah, him out. Yeah,
1: he's gone, man. Fuck. The
0: Olympiacos, I
1: think, right? Yeah.
0: Oh, and this guy here, the Chat Genie. Oh,
1: ba, 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 da, da. That's who I was missing in Genie. Well now, chat, Tahirovich.
0: I missed that guy. I I know we don't no, really have please. room for him now, but he can that's a class player. <laughs> We're going to the archives now. No oh, kidding, nostalgic. nostalgic.
1: But you have you have Bove, Paga- I want to see Pagano play, man. Like at this point, what the hell is the difference? Just put and the least, guy like, in. Let like, in. Let him play. No, him just in.
0: give No, just start in him. A, start him
1: for a match. Start him. Just one match. See what happens. In Europa League against fucking what's that team called? Uh, Serviette?
0: <laughs> Serviette or whatever.
1: <laughs> just, <laughs> Serviette. Um Yeah, like. But you, there's the opportunity to play Bolvet right there, right? So.
0: Did you? Okay. Uh, what? Super on, off sorry. topic. Did you Getting watch? Uh, I know everything's. Uh, no, well, go on. Go on. Before. It's Did nice. Did you watch? Uh, uh, you said you've been watching a lot of Premier League.
1: I have been for bets. Did you? Did you? <laughs> I don't did enjoy you watch
0: it. the. Uh, did you watch the Aston Villa Chelsea game this weekend?
1: No, I didn't. But but does Daniel look good?
0: This guy. <laughs> this guy looked crazy. Did he score yet? Though. No, no. But he's like I know in Europa League. He, I don't know if you saw. He posted. He he uh shot the ball from like 30 35 yards out, smashed it off the post and then uh I forget who it was, Maybe Watkins tapped it in. Like he's doing good. But and I'm going to go sorry, live on stream gonna... right
1: now and I'm going to say one thing. Letting go of Niccolò Zaniolo was a fucking terrible decision.
0: I I and you know, we might have blood on our on our hands for saying it, but in a game like last game where you're having that difficulty to break through the back line and you need a player with speed and power who's willing to be selfish and hold on to the ball and, and, and take on some players.
1: Speed.
0: That's we have nothing. We don't have it. And imagine now you have Dybala Lukaku Zaniolo. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. But...
1: I would have let we... him go for free. You what? Just let him go for free. If he doesn't want to sign, go fuck yourself. But at least help us this season. Oh,
0: oh. When his
1: contract was up. Yeah, because he, he we didn't yeah. want to sign him for five million a year, right? But, like, man, Zaniolo right now? I don't even want to talk about it. It just makes me pissed. The guy I stabbed know. us in the back. Then he's like, oh, I love the Roma. Mourinho helped me so much. It just didn't, <laughs> it
0: just didn't work out. All things have to come to an end. I don't know. I I,
1: was... I think he was just bored. He wanted to try something else. He wanted five million mil a year. Always was saying,
0: he was always saying how much he wanted to go play in England and stuff like that. And that was obviously the whole, like, Juve speculation yeah he's, he's one
1: of those guys you know like played fifa growing up wanted to play in the premier league with all the, <laughs> the good ultimate team cards he's always <laughs> posting that shit so yeah oh my god i, I would have brought in uh, Dama traiore too personally i don't care if he, power right i don't there. care if he plays 10 minutes every game plays one game a season just to have a traiore in there basically a, a running back in the nfl you, like, literally just chip the ball to the corner. Let this fucking guy run onto it, man. Imagine him and Lukaku be the freaking Bash brothers up top. <laughs> okay. No. Back to the comments. Uh We got a little sidetracked here, but that's that's part of the fun. You guys are seeing no, us exactly. come out of our shell. A little less serious. That's what the podcast is all about. Uh, where are we at here? So, Ivano talked about the cuck that is Pinto yeah, and then derby, we need to win then... the derby so ivano again mark my words we will beat every team with maybe just one other draw until inter so according to ivano we will either win or draw genoa that's fair
0: yeah
1: i like fair. even if we tie against genoa again like i'm going to say this now it's not the worst thing in the world but in the moment i'm going to be losing my shit so
0: No, I think.
1: Calm calm Lupo agrees with it. It's fine, but the the other guy that's gonna come later on during the match is gonna be very angry.
0: No, I think we need to
1: win. Of course, you need to win every game. But are you gonna? If we do tie, I'm saying, it's not the end
0: of the world. Oh, I don't know about that, man. That'll be six points, six points in six games.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull up. Oh shit! Hold on. in six, man. Okay, fixed. This season Genoa tied Napoli two two. They only lost one nil to Lecce, who's on fire right now. They lost to Torino,
0: one nothing. They beat Lazio.
1: And they beat Lazio one nil. And they lost to Fiorentina four one. Albeit yeah, first match of the year. That doesn't count.
0: No, no. The more you say this, the more worried I'm getting, so I think we should just move Stop on. Stop touching your mic, man. I know, I know, I'm putting it back. I'm putting it
1: back. <laughs> it's making tons of noise. Yeah. Okay, um, yeah, but it's like, at the end of the day, Jenna was a, a tough opponent, and uh, anything could happen, so am I going to be pissed? Of course, but <sighs> it's still not the end of the world, hopefully other teams drop points. It's going to be a tough match. If we can squeak <laughs> a win, I'm very happy, but... If you tie to Genoa, you have to win every freaking match until Inter. If you tie or lose, God forbid, one of those matches.
0: Nah, we need four wins straight. And there's no if, ands, or whats, or buts.
1: Jose Mourinho said December, okay? I'll hold on a second here. Jose Mourinho said December. We're going to be much better than we are now, okay. So, Genoa, Frozanones, Serviette. Cali, Monza, Prague, Inter. Okay, now we're into November. Lecce, Prague, Lazio, Urenese. Okay. December 3rd, Sassolo. So we're already in December after the Lazio game, after the Urenese match. Already in December. You have Sassolo, Coppa Italia versus either Cittadella or Cremonese. Oh my god, not Cremonese again.
0: Not Cremonese
1: again. I bring back Felix.
0: Yeah. And then
1: Fiorentina, Sheriff again, and then Bologna. Fiorentina and Bologna, that's too hard to match. Bologna is a good yeah. team, man. Yeah, like, they, it's... they
0: look good actually.
1: Then right before Christmas, Napoli on the 23rd. On the 30th of December, Juventus, January 7th, Atalanta, January 14th, Milan.
0: Wait, sorry. Sorry, what did you just say?
1: (laughs) Okay, December 23rd, Napoli, December 30th, Juventus, January 7th, 2024, Atalanta, January
0: 14th, Milan. No, 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 that... Listen, listen, the 23rd, no, I'm, I'm 30th, not even 7th, 14th is an I'm insane a- schedule from the, from the Syria. That, <laughs> listen, that is not right. And then the team's going to Hellas Verona's next. No, I don't think there's, there's got a mistake, to be.
1: man. Footnot no, 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 no there to, be
0: mis- to me. No, 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 I'm on Google and they're saying, saying the same thing, but there's gotta be a mistake okay. here. Okay, so that's two sources, it's correct. Napoli, Juve, Atalanta, Milan. Four in a row.
1: Okay, let me put this into a more clear perspective, okay? I'm going to say all the Serie A matches back to back to back all the way to the last one. Sassolo, Fiorentina, Bologna. Sassolo, Fiorentina, Bologna. Napoli, Juventus, Atalanta, Mm -hmm. Milan. One, two, three, four... Believe it's seven, five, six, seven matches. Then we, on top of that, Udinese. Okay, we'll win that one hopefully. Lazio, Lecce. Before that, and before Lecce, Inter. We're gonna be better in December.
0: I, I, I don't know about this anymore. (laughs) I don't know about this. Chat.
1: Whoever is in the chat right now. Keep us sane. What are you thinking about the schedule coming up?
0: That's a crazy... Those are some fixtures, man. Oh, my God. We got to get
1: Frank in here. Where's Frank?
0: (laughs) No kidding.
1: Frank's coming back from a... For those asking, Frank's coming back from a flight from Florida right now. So he's been drinking. He's been in the sun, having a good time. You know, getting away from all this uh, Roma stress.
0: Yeah, he's trying to keep his mind off. So uh, shout
1: out to Frank Totti.
0: But uh, yeah, that's crazy. That's a crazy schedule. <laughs> I don't know if Jose's actually even seen that because if for him to be saying that, I, I don't think he's taking a look at the schedule.
1: <laughs> On the more positive note, Genoa, Frozanone, Cagliari, Monza. Like, this yeah. is why I was saying you cannot, everyone's like, well, oh, it's so early in the season, you can't afford to lose or to tie Torino right now. Look at that schedule.
0: Yeah, those are, those are three big points that are going to matter in the long run.
1: But I think the craziest part about everything I just read is like, even if you tie or lose to those teams I mentioned, you're kind of like, meh, we'll get them next game, right? Next game's an even better team. Yeah. So, yeah. this could turn ugly.
0: No, it, it could very easily. I didn't realize that was our schedule.
1: I'm going to make a little note here to tweet this out because uh, I don't think anybody knows this. What those the seven games? Seven. We got like fourteen of these. Man, like we're screwed. man. <laughs> I, I I legit thought there was hope, but looking at the schedule, if if you cannot have good performances in these next, uh, was it four matches now?
0: Four until
1: yeah, four. In, Inter, Inter Lecce, Lazio. After these next four matches, if you don't win, the easy matches coming up. I'm not even gonna mention Lecce because they're on fire. Udinese? I'm not even saying Sassolo. I'm not even saying Fiorentina. I don't want to say Bologna, but I will. Udinese, Bologna. And then for literally two months, we don't play another easy team until Hellas you Verona, who beat us
0: You forgot to mention Lazio.
1: Yeah, but I'm mad at that one. Right? Yeah, that's you what i <laughs> No, that's what I mean. Oh, I see what you're big saying. Big. I, I see what you're saying. Lazio, yeah. is a very easy game. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. <sighs> My mistake. <laughs> okay, back to the chat. I'm sorry again. Sidetracked. I didn't know this. We're going crazy.
0: Yeah, this is news to us. Juve
1: uh, 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 versus Lecce tomorrow for the top four battle, <laughs> Vincent says. That'll be
0: I a have good game, feeling- actually.
1: Oh, Absolutely. I have a feeling Conte will end up in Napoli. I just don't think he wants to work under uh or what is his name there? De Laurentis?
0: I don't think ADL, yeah.
1: I don't think that's what he wants. Because you're gonna no. be under the guy's thumb. He's not gonna let you do anything. Yeah,
0: he wants his he wants his freedom.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um if this team is going to win the next five to six matches, probably more likely to be four matches, Vincent. Let's be honest. Pellegrini needs to step up and be a deciding factor. Pellegrini, um, you know, this is a guy who had the best season I've ever seen two seasons ago. Like, he was unstoppable. Every time he stepped up to a free kick, I'm like, money, fucking go to the betting site, Pellegrini to score this match. Drop uh, 200 bucks, boom. Instantly. He was so good. And then last season, he was plagued by a little bit of injuries here and there. And uh, he just slowly stopped becoming that amazing player that he was. He got that new contract, $6.5 million a year. You know, his wife loves him now. He's got the money. The kids are supported. And then all of a sudden, the capitano, the heart, the grinta, the passion, it's lacking. It's not quite there anymore. I don't know what it is. It, it, I think it comes down to his his footwork, the way he's able to you know progress the ball up the field, deep guys you know, make the right decisions with his feet. I, I just don't see it there anymore. What do you think? What do you think what it is? He, Why Pellegrini's see, not quite there anymore?
0: I, I, it's hard to really pin it into one thing. I, I, I like we can definitely say we see flashes of him his old self here and there, mm-hmm. yeah. But it's just more so. I think it's a. I don't want know. I don't know if I want to say it's a confidence thing or what his problem is, whereas is he just can't find his form, or, or I know he did get pick up a a little injury last season, and then it's kind of just never been the same since then. I don't know if it's something in his head where he's thinking about the injury, or, uh, or if his shoes are just too big for him to to wear anymore. If if that makes sense, like he's the captain. I mean, again, it was the ball well, uh, this is his dream.
1: He's currently in but... his prime. This is when he has to do it. Like. There's no I, way around it. I don't
0: it. know. I, I say this all the time. And I, I just I you want to see him do well, and you want to see him get back to his old form. Like you said, you we know what the guy's capable of. He's an incredible player, but
1: we have to see him be see that incredible player. Yeah, That's exactly. I
0: think it's I think it's uh, I think it's got to do science mentally because we know what he like technically and his physical capabilities are but we just don't see it anymore and i think it's it's got to do something to do with others like i guess you could say confidence comes with his mentality but i think it's something to do with his mentality
1: yeah it's definitely tough to say like i don't know what holds this guy back it could be mentality it just could be lack of fitness maybe he's been playing with an injury this whole last year and we just don't know him
0: yeah, yeah maybe now is
1: something. finally the time he has to heal but then again it's like why didn't you just heal in the offseason? So, it's hard. I don't really get it, but I'm praying every day to Jesucristo Bambino up there that Lorenzo Pellegrini can freaking come back and be the captain we've seen in the past. If this guy's firing with the Bala Lukaku, and all these players, we're going to beat everybody. I'm not even worried about the next seven matches if we get the old Pelle- Pellegrini back. We're gonna beat Inter. We're gonna beat Napoli. We're gonna swipe our feet with these fucking guys, and that's it. Okay, let's go on here. Ah, uh, we gotta bring in Zio Gentile on the pod.
0: <laughs> Wait, what am I thinking? Am I frozen?
1: <laughs> no, you're good. So Ivano goes. We gotta bring in uh, <laughs> Zio Gentile from the yeah. Uh, let's Dominici have him. On. I think he need a, we need a little
0: have guest. have him a little one-on-one one with Leo. Yeah, yeah, we need a guest feature.
1: I might actually host that on Lupo TV. A nice debate between Leo and uh, Gentile.
0: He'll tell me how. I'll, the I'll look into is it. Our, uh, is our leading savior? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, by the way, just a little plug here. Whoever hasn't joined the uh, Lupo TV WhatsApp uh, chat, feel free. If you need the link, just put it in the comments. Send me the link. It's, I believe it's in the description of this video. If you guys want to join the WhatsApp get in there these guys go crazy every day it's it's kind of entertaining to see i'll drop in there add some comments as well and we're going to be opening up a vip chat as well but we'll get into that later on so moving forward um amazing vincent we needed to get fratezi and not renato sanchez yeah yeah um i'm very happy with pinto's work but this wasn't a move in my opinion well, Pinto said himself he's absolutely obsessed with uh, Renato Sanchez. Like, I don't blame him because it's like you know a young boy having the dream of finding that beautiful girlfriend in the future. And unless he's gonna be rich, it's not gonna happen, buddy. So, you know, <laughs> at the same time, it's nice to dream, is all I'm trying to say. But um, we have to live in reality. And as you said, Vincent, Fratezi is the best option available. During the summer Mercato. We lost out on him. So he can be a sub with Inter. But um, yeah. Fratezi right now would be lethal. In this team. Lethal. yeah. And we had what? 30% of the sale? I don't know what the hell yeah. we were doing. But uh, yeah. at the same time. If we get Fratezi. Do we have the funds to get Lukaku. When it comes to salary and all that. I don't really know. But yeah. It is what it is. I can't wait to see Antica Smalling Mancini for the first time. Yeah, we touched upon that. I'm really excited for that as well. Uh Ivano Cristante is doing a great job as a Mazzella. much better than when he plays as a deep-lying mid. As a Mazzella, he can throw himself in the box like he did on that chance where we hit the post. Yeah. Somehow this guy is better, you know, in that role than he is defensively and we're seeing it, you know, he's been playing better. Italy I think, plays in a similar way. Or did he sit? I can't remember. But, you know, he ha- Cristante is a very um, versatile player. You can say he's center back, defensive mid, attacking mid, Metzela. Like, there's so many ways to play this guy. And uh, it's only going to get better for him going forward. But we need that quality. He needs the help. And we need that guy who's going to get the ball, keep possession, move it forward, and really create for our strikers. And hopefully it's Paulo- I'm sorry, not Paulo, Lorenzo Pellegrini. Um, Mourinho is in love with Christensen. Christensen has three assists, Ariel says, in the last three games. So he has to play. Yeah, that's fair. You know, he has been getting those apples. So let Christensen cook. He's so fuck strong, too. No, come on. You can't say fuck Christensen.
0: No, honestly, I, I'm telling you. If you could have seen me watching that last match.
1: Well, he missed every, the ball twice. Okay, he's on every drugs a little time, bit,
0: they were going towards playing him the ball. I was like pulling my hair out, just saying, "Don't!" Uh, give I can't notice.
1: Stand you got a lot of it.
0: <laughs> no, I don't know. I can't stand him. I mean, I could also just be being really hard on the guy, which is probably the case. Nah. But you gotta love him for what he is. I just think that we have better options, and we say all the time we have to play to win. And I guess he has th- he has th- three assists. I don't know if he has three assists.
1: No, he does. How? Renato Sanchez, uh, Lukaku, okay. and I think he got one. It well, the last in, one. Didn't uh, count though. Europa League, no.
0: But the, his last assist didn't register as an assist. Uh, yesterday.
1: Well, come on, for the streets. Even even so, that's an assist. We'll okay,
0: fair enough, fair enough. But you're telling me Karsdorp couldn't play those.
1: Karsdorp's attacking though, so if Spina's gonna go flying the whole game, you wanna have security in the back. That's the thing. If we're gonna go like Inter with fucking who does Inter have? They have DiMarco and uh, what's like DiMarco and D- Darmian
0: was playing. Darmian played. Oh, Darmian sits yeah, though Dumfries. in the three,
1: right? Yeah. He's well yesterday he Dumfries.
0: played. He played as a right as a wingback. So Darmian. he's you know
1: he's way more reliable. He's all around player, Darmian. So it's it's like if you look at the most successful team in our league, it's they have attackers right but is also a better defender i feel than Spina. Oh, sure but you know sure. Zola, fantastic defensively last game like he he well, saved up.
0: against uh that bellanova who's a good player who was with inter last year and yep. uh sec and sec loved. yeah that,
1: that's the guy i was thinking of so he was about to score he was in the in 6 yard box Zola came Spina flying, came flying back nowhere. yeah yeah so, I thought he played yeah. fantastic, Spina Zola. Like, he's starting to come around, and I think he's starting to believe that he deserves to be here. And Mourinho actually likes him. It seemed like in the beginning he was sorry for himself, and I didn't like to see that from Spina, but I think he's progressing he well. Uh, I'd love to see Balotti and Lukaku up top with the bala behind instead of Pellegrini, says Vincent. That would have yeah, been the perfect solution at halftime yeah. against Torino. Literally yeah, perfect um we got to see what Mourinho does in the Europa League first I agree you know Mourinho's gonna want his revenge in the in uh, Europa League yeah like, like we said that's straight from Vincent thank you for the comments Vincent uh back to Ariel be positive guys we, we will be winning our next three games
0: let's hope it's four <laughs> let's hope it's four
1: do I have to bring up the next matches after these next four No, games? no,
0: no, no. Just, just, just talk about the four. We'll be happy with the four, <laughs> and then we'll deal with the, with that 14 after that.
1: Vincent's coming in with some honesty. I, I think Genoa wins, not going to lie. <laughs> we'll win the next five, in my opinion. <laughs> it's a scary match, man. So, Ariel, it's not a coincidence that the only time we put our best squad injury-free, we win 7-0 that's a freaking very valid point right there yeah if our players are all fit we get top four easily yeah i fully agree with um ariel here
0: yeah 100 percent. everyone's
1: healthy you know it's not even everybody it's simply renato sanchez (laughs) if renato sanchez is healthy we we have everything we need it's that nine goal line it's that menacing player that ties everything together but you know, at the same time, if Pellegrini can play good and do what Renato Sanchez was doing in that match, you it's different. But you, you see, there. I remember there was times when Renato Sanchez would pass the ball. And as soon as he would pass it away, he'd sprint to the de- our Forward. defender and be like, give me the fucking ball. Give me a quick. Yeah. Like, yeah. he has that mentality. Pellegrini doesn't do that. He'll pass it and be like, okay, do what you want, bro. He has yeah. to be I'll like, give me here. the ball. He has to be hungry. He has to act like he's better than a lot of guys on this team, which he can be, and just have that mentality to be a piece of shit. I think that that's what he's missing, Pellegrini. He has to be a piece of shit. And like he just he's too nice. Mancini. Too much of a little bit of a, um, a pussycat, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. Um,
1: Tammy will be used in the deal to sign Lukaku. From I think Vincent. So
0: for sure. Yeah, I for sure agree with that. It was already okay. rumors before for Chelsea uh, okay. so interested in looking at that 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 Tammy. So,
1: I wonder if that was Roma's idea all along. But I know Maybe. was it Aston Villa who wanted him or West Ham? It was one of those guys.
0: I think both of them were also looking at him.
1: Yeah, so that was like forty mil taken from our fingertips. Fuck, man, what a disaster! So Yas K H says he said December, not January. I assume he means Mourinho. So. He said, by December, we're going to be good. And uh, I don't have to read it out again, guys. Re- go look at no, Roma's schedule don't. coming up. Please Heap don't. of trouble if we don't start performing. Juar, um, Pagano, Ginny. That's when we were trying to figure out who was in our midfield. Um, Ivano's like, where's Frank? Well, we handled that. Frank, we miss you. Come back to us, man.
0: Yeah, Frank. We miss My you, My face is
1: too big on the stream. We need to make it into a three.
0: Yeah. Um, Kamara,
1: what a baller. Please not Cremonese. That guy, oh. was,
0: that guy was terrible.
1: Which one? What are we talking about? Kamara. Oh, yeah. He had a couple good games, you know.
0: No, come on. He was...
1: I just liked... He was pretty bad. I, I just liked the fact that he could actually run.
0: Oh, and he wasn't afraid to go in, studs up 50-50 with Get that anybody. that red
1: card when it's needed, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. But no, he was... He was... Such a random signing. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, that was pretty funny. Okay. Last comment of the night. We've been going for an hour and 40. Madonna mia. Okay. Wow. Ariel, Pellegrini is not an incredible player. If he is, then needs to show it. Perfect way to end the podcast, honestly. No, but...
0: but- I, I'm not sure how long Ariel has been around, but if he saw Pellegrini two seasons ago, you could c- confidently say he's an yeah, incredible player. Yeah, but if player. you
1: saw me two seasons ago, I'd be good too, right?
0: Oh, but that's the if thing. Before all the still... double
1: cheeseburgers and French fries, man, I was flying out there.
0: No, I don't it's a know. Long I, time I agree. To, all, all I'm trying to, to an say an is extent... it's a long time. <laughs> no, no. To an extent, I agree with that, but I don't know. He's inc- he is a great player. I don't know if it's incredible, but he's a he's a great player. But. Again, until you show it and show that uh, show a that, bit of form. That's where we stand. If
1: he's gonna play against Genoa, we need to see the Capitano we trusted ourselves with. Like,
0: yeah, that's fair. If he
1: comes out and you know it's, he's injured again, he's a little banged up. He's scared to get into tackles. I want to see Pellegrini like just throw his body into people, like angry. I think yeah. like his wife needs to get into a fight with him or something. Slap him Piss across him the face. I don't know what's wrong yeah. with this guy. Fucking let's go, man. Pull out your ball sack and get the fucking going. Like
0: Yeah, no, for sure.
1: Like he has so much potential. It's just I want to shake him and just say, buddy, wake the hell up. Wake like, up.
0: Yeah, wake up.
1: Show your passion. He's just too soft. And I feel like Yeah, that's fair. It, it Especially as a captain. Yeah, it, it affects his mentality. Yeah. Like he needs to go in hard. He needs to have that grinta. But uh, anything else, Leo, before we cap this one off? We're over the comments here. I'll uh, do a little conclusion after you're done.
0: No, I think that's probably it for me, obviously. Big game coming up Thursday. Let's hope some of these uh, other midweek games, some of these other teams drop some points. And uh, this time we at least can capitalize on it, unlike this last weekend. But um, other than that, let's try and stay as confident as we can here. And... um, That's about it. Thanks for coming out. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe. Like Lupo mentioned before about the the WhatsApp chat, come join the chat. Let's grow the community a little bit. And um, that's about it for me. Thanks, guys.
1: Yep. Okay. So uh, basically, like you said, thumbs up, subscribe to the channel if you're new. (sighs) Huge match coming up against Genoa. Our next podcast is going to be probably right after that. It's going to be tough because it's near the weekend, but we'll do our best to get you guys a podcast right after the Genoa match. Um, There is going to be a match preview. There is going to be – I'm going to try my best to do the live watch along. I got to figure it out with work, but I I think I have a good idea to try to play hooky here. (laughs) We'll see what happens. But uh, other than that, guys, I appreciate all you guys that have continuously come into the chat, You know, supported this um, channel so far. It is relatively new, so it's good to see how many subscribers are coming in, and uh, it really gives us the confidence to keep this thing going. So uh, for those that don't know, there is an official website that just launched, LupoTV.com. We got videos, news, merch, pretty much everything. Anything that's purchased there is going to help support the channel and everything we got going on here. It's been a little expensive with all the equipment and all the programs we got to get to give you guys live streams and yada, yada, yada. I don't want to... You know, get too far into that, but any support you guys show is greatly appreciated. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. This concludes Let's Talk Aroma episode five. We'll catch you guys in the next video. Diaroma, Leo,
0: let's hear it. Diaroma, big, big, big game Thursday, everybody.